1: What is up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you're going to be locked on Thunder. And I hope everybody's enjoying their Martin Luther King Day. It is a very, very important day. Everybody, just take a moment... To either read some articles, read some stories on the internet, maybe read a book, I don't know, whatever you so choose, just take a moment to remember some of the very interesting history of this country, and to acknowledge the importance of Martin Luther King, and everything that the man stood for, civil rights history, and just basically just the history of people. But once again, I hope everybody's enjoying their day, I am still currently fighting through some allergies, but feeling a little bit better, a little bit better each and every day. Just need to keep chugging water, that's always the key, so if I... My voice kind of cracks here and there. My voice gets deeper here and there. I promise I'm not going through puberty. I'm 29 years old. It's just these stupid allergies. But like I said, it is the Monday edition, so we need to go back in time just a little bit and go over what the Thunder exactly did over the weekend, Friday and Saturday night, playing a back-to-back against the Miami Heat Friday in Oklahoma City, and then... Portland Trailblazers, once again in Oklahoma City on Saturday night. The Thunder split both games. But before we get there, just a quick reminder. I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and 2018 with 107.7 the franchise, 107.9 the franchise in Tulsa. You can follow me on Twitter at BradyDoesSports, where I'll post all my articles from TheFranchiseOK.com or podcasts like this one and all my other podcasts that I do. Uh, I, I also do the Locked On Sooners podcast. Uh, For OU fans that happen to be Thunder fans, go ahead and check that out as well. I'll be putting out a new episode later on today. And of course, the OKC82 podcast. That's the post-game show that I do for the franchise with Madison Morris. So check that out as well. And then you can tune in on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon to listen to the Franchise Thunder Insider Show with Jerry Ramsey, John Hamm, Madison Morris, and me talking Thunder stuff, talking NBA basketball, all and everything in between. Please tune in. Then also everybody, just take a moment if you don't mind to leave a five-star review or whatever you deem this podcast deserves on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Just leave a review. Podcasts need some more and I'd really appreciate it. So let's jump right into it. Let's go back to Friday night against the Miami Heat. The Thunder Drop, their third home game in a row. This one to the Miami Heat, 115-108. to 108. And once again, it was a case of bad first quarter defense. The Miami Heat came out and scored 40 points in the opening quarter to Oklahoma City's 26. And you you see this in the NBA every once in a while, just lapses. Now, this lapse in the first quarter has seemed, just seems a little concerning to me because you go back to the Lakers game on that Saturday, what happened? Okay, like guys that you don't normally see hit shots like Rajon Rondo were hitting shots. And okay, I guess sometimes that happens. But also, the Lakers just out-hustled the Thunder. They out-hustled them on the glass. They out-hustled them on the floor. It was probably the first game all season where I really questioned the Thunder's energy and and motivation going into that game, especially without a LeBron James, a Danny Green, or an Anthony Davis. I kind of found myself questioning that the hustle and the effort after that game. And then they follow that up with, a win on the road against the Minnesota Timberwolves, where they still gave up 33 points. Now, the offense was able to keep track with that. They scored 30 points on their own, so you can kind of of let that one slide, I guess. And then 38 points to the Toronto Raptors, and then you go, well, they're just hot. They're just incredibly hot. They're hitting all these silly shots, which was true, but the Raptors also hit a ton of easy, easy buckets that the Thunder defense was allowing to happen. Totally outscored the Thunder in the paint, and, yes, Stephen Adams not being there did not help that cause, but still. So you go into the Friday night game against the Heat with these three first-quarter defensive lapses, and it, it's concerning to me because they all are different. It's not just because they're, getting, they're having trouble rebounding, or it's not just because they've run into three teams that were just incredibly hot on those particular nights. It was always something different. And to me, that's more concerning because... How, how exactly do you kind of calm down, sit back, look at the film, and correct everything all at once? Because if it's just if it's an X, Y, and Z type deal, then it's that much harder. And then Friday night against the Heat, it was another thing. The Miami Heat were just so on fire from the three-point line. They were six of seven from the three-point line. They were so on fire, and the Thunder could not hit a shot against Miami. the Miami Heat zone that they employed most of the game that the Heat were able to miss their next six three-pointers at the beginning of the second quarter, and the Thunder never really got it down to within 10. It was so bad. And look, not having Steven Adams affected that game. Now, Steven Adams isn't going to be out there chasing around Duncan Robinson. He's not going to be out there chasing around Kendrick Nunn. But not having the quarterback of your defense in the front court, yelling communications, making sure people are in the right spots, even helping on some closeouts with his seven-foot frame, might have affected the Miami Heat offense just a little bit, and it might have it might have set up the Thunder for a little bit of a better contest. Because unfortunately, just like in the Lakers game, after getting outscored 41-19 to by the Lakers, the Thunder outscored the Lakers the rest of the way. Miami Heat outscored the Thunder 40-26 to in the first quarter. The Thunder outscored them by 7 the rest of the game. And that's the thing. You either give up a lot of points, but you have to keep track in that first quarter. Or you just play good defense. And as we've seen all season long with this Thunder team, they typically course correct in the game and consistently get better and better as the game progresses. This team is very good at adjusting to defensive schemes. This team is very good at understanding, okay, we've got to put the ball through the hoop right now. There's always a sense of urgency with this team that you cannot deny. So it really it just comes down to the first quarter. Danilo Gallinari finished that game with 27.6 rebounds and four assists. Shea Gillis-Alexander had a really tough time, especially against that zone. Uh, he and Dennis Schroeder just could not get to the rim. And when they were able to, they were so. Un- it was so apparent how uncomfortable they looked. Shea Gillis Alexander with 18 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. Dennis Schroeder, 18 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. And an interesting thing happened during the game. Terrence Ferguson, after playing about 6-7 minutes of the game, uh, just unceremoniously left the game, and what was called an illness. And it was later called an illness the following evening when the Thunder took on the Blazers. But now, Monday afternoon that I'm recording this podcast, preparing for the Thunder Rockets game tonight in Houston at four. That's a four o'clock tip off, by the way. They have now upgraded it to personal reasons and not an illness. Now, Terrence is a guy who's he's missed a game already this season. I believe it was the road loss in Indiana because he had to appear in court uh, fighting for custody of his daughter. He's been going through a lot of personal stuff this season. It is now apparently greatly affect his basketball play. And I'm not saying that that's I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, he's a human being, and what he's going through, I mean, I I would not want to go through it as well. And if I unfortunately had to, I'm pretty sure it would affect my work life as well. I would hope not, but we're all human here. But it is something to keep an eye on. Moving forward with Terrence Ferguson, uh, not going to be in Houston tonight against the Rockets. So then we segue over to Saturday night, where the Thunder took on what could loosely be called the Portland Trailblazers, because nobody nobody was able to play for them except mainly Dame Lillard. I mean, everybody knows Nurkic has been is out and probably going to be out for the foreseeable future with an injury. CJ McCollum the night prior in Dallas and the loss against the Dallas Mavericks rolled his ankle, and even a guy like Gary Trent Jr. who missed the pre- the night previous against Dallas with an illness. He was forced to play, and guess what? He had a really good game. He had 30 points to go along with Dame loads 34 points. Although it wasn't enough, the Thunder dominated this game from start to finish seemingly, winning 119-106, to 106, finally getting a win at home, finally course-correcting a little bit in terms of the first quarter defense. It was a much better performance. Oklahoma City outscored the Blazers 32-24 to 24 in the first quarter. And look, like I said, the Blazers only played eight guys, and I think they literally only had eight guys to be able to wear a uniform in this game. So look, the Thunder were at a huge advantage, but just like we saw at the Lakers game where they didn't have all their stars either and a high-end level role guy in Danny Green, it doesn't matter. This is still the NBA. A guy like Anthony Simons is still very, very good at basketball. So the th- you've got to credit the Thunder for at least understanding that they had an advantage and they really got the ball rolling early and left no doubt as the game progressed. Shea Gildas Alexander finished with 22 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. His rebounding continues to be very, very impressive. And I've got some audio that I'll play later in the week. I asked Billy Donovan about that, about Shay's rebounding, if it's been the catalyst or not for the Thunder's little, little subtle rise in terms of pace in comparison to the rest of the league. Chris Paul led all scores with 30 points. A season high for Mr. Chris Paul. Seven assists, four rebounds. Just You could tell early on he understood what was at stake. The losing streak at home, the bad defensive performances in the first quarter and the first half. He played like a guy who was just, all right, I'm I'm tired of this. (laughs) We're not going to let this happen once again. Dennis Schroeder, another Ho-hum game with 15 points, four assists, three rebounds. And then an interesting starting lineup because of the loss of Terrence Ferguson. Hamdu Diallo was was inserted into the starting lineup. He finished with only four points and one rebound. Didn't look very very comfortable as a starter, but that's to be expected. And then Danilo Gallinari misses the second night of a back-to-back, and I'm going to get into something about that after the break, but with no Danilo Gallinari, of course, Darius Baisley gets the start. He finished with nine points and a season-high 13 rebounds. That guy... Pretty much gets better at one little thing every time he's given a little bit of a bigger role. He played 31 minutes and overall played a nice little game. Steven Adams was able to return for this one. Didn't do too much from the scoring end. He only had five points, nine rebounds, three assists. And everybody probably has already seen that awesome on-the-jump ball from Deontay Burton. Uh, Went right to Steven Adams, who then just quarterbacked it full court to, of course, none other. Then Dennis Schroeder, his favorite wide receiver, his favorite target, who was wide, wide open. No Blazer was back there to guard him. He caught it. He caught the ball and was able to get a easy fast break layup. Nerlens Noel with 15 points and five boards. And then everybody's favorite Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City Bluer, Lou Dort, seven points, two assists. That guy is just nothing but hustle. He's so fun to watch. He's incredibly raw, as everybody should understand. But he is a guy that does not back down from anybody from a hustle standpoint, from a physicality standpoint. He's really, really fun to watch chasing, chasing guys around screens. And before we get any further, everybody, I just want to talk to you guys about Indeed. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every single day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes, and you can use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, you can add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicant's abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash locked on and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. And welcome back, everybody, to the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. and Like I mentioned earlier, Danilo Gallinari misses the second night of a back-to-back against the Portland Trailblazers. And this is now officially a pattern, everybody. The beginning of the year, and for about the first two months of the season, the Thunder played three back-to-backs. Danilo Gallinari played in every game in those back-to-backs. So he played the first night and the second night in those first three Situations where the Thunder had a back to back, and I'm trying. Sorry if I keep saying back to back, but I'm trying my best to describe what's actually going on. Now, since then, the Thunder now played three back to backs again. Danilo Gallinari has missed the second night of each of these back to backs. Now he missed it against Portland over the weekend, and I asked Billy Donovan if I'm reading too much into that because, yeah, he might have very well have rolled an ankle or had a bad little bone bruise on his leg, and which caused him to have to miss the game, or this could be the Thunder moving a little bit more towards caution when it comes to a guy like Danilo Gallinari, who, as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline, we have to start asking ourselves, okay, well, is the possibility still high that Danilo Gallinari has moved at the deadline? I have my own opinions, and I've shared them on this podcast, and if you haven't caught up with it just yet, I am still of the belief that he will probably finish the season with the Thunder and the sign-in trade. Uh, situation is very much on the table. Basically, anything is on the table when it concerns the Thunder, as long as it can maybe help the short term with this team, but definitely does not negatively affect the long term for this team. And so Daniel Gallinari, you can go so many different ways, so many different avenues with that philosophy. But again, we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. The questions start to come up, pop up in your head. And then with the knowledge that, okay, it looks like they're appearing to actively sit him on obvious days where rest is probably more paramount on the second night of a back-to-back. Now, we've talked to Billy Donovan earlier in the year about load management. Uh, I believe Eric Horn from The Athletic at the time asked him a question, and Billy gave a really long, extensive answer. And it was basically this, like, we're, we're not a load management team, but we're in open communication with all of our players, uh, the medical staff, all these things. It's all a, a collaborative effort, But make no but make no mistake, if a player is healthy... They're going to play. They want to play. And you can look no further than Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't missed a game yet this season. And he comes in probably with more of an injury risk than Danilo Gallinari, even though Chris Paul has been injured less than Danilo Gallinari. Chris Paul's has just been a higher-end player, and his injuries and the times that he's missed has been more loud, I guess you could say, than, than over Danilo Gallinari's career. But Chris Paul has also told us in the locker room, if I'm healthy, I'm going to play. Like I, I don't want to sit. If I'm healthy, I'm going to play. And Danilo Gallinari has kind of said the same things as well. But again, missing the second night of the back-to-back, the last three back-to-backs, it just begs the question. So I asked Billy Donovan about this kind of bluntly pregame before Toronto, and this is what he had to say.
0: No, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, like I said, I think was asked about it uh, before last night's game. You know, it's going to be a collaborative effort with the medical and the player. You know, is feeling great and he's doing well. Um, You know, obviously I think it's important when you're talking to players you know, you're taking a long approach in terms of there's 82 games. You know, we're just right at the halfway point. We want to keep him feeling like he is feeling. And um, if this helps him do that, you know, certainly we're going to do that. And we're open, you know, with that to all the players. You know, again, everybody's got different needs or feeling a different way. Um, but you know, I think with medical, Gallup talking to them, them communicating the season schedule, minutes, how he's played, where he's at um just thought tonight was a good good time it's nothing to do with really just because it's back-to-back we went into it thinking we're going to arrest him that could happen again it's another back-to-back we may do it again but it's not like we've made a decision that on any back-to-back we're we're going to to arrest him we haven't made that decision
1: if you've been a listener of this podcast i'm sure you've all heard great advertisers working with locked on to reach sports fans But you may not know that Locked On Thunder is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Thunder fans, just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. You know, the smart ones. If your company wants to connect with Thunder fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com/ advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com/ advertising. We look forward to hearing from you.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Early tip-off tonight, 4 o'clock tip-off In Houston, as the Thunder take on James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the Houston Rockets. The Thunder are actually winners of six of their last seven road games. They've had a ton of home games over the last three or four weeks, but winners of six of seven. So, team on the road. Four o'clock tip-off, Martin Luther King Day. There's a lot of great games on today. Uh, I I love when the NBA does day games, uh, especially as we get closer to spring and ABC starts doing those Sunday night or those Sunday afternoon tip offs. I don't know if the Thunder are going to be very much involved with it because they're rarely on national T V this year, even though they probably should when teams like New Orleans and Golden State have been on every other night. now New Orleans is kinda hot right now, so maybe they deserve to be, but it's gonna be an interesting matchup. The Rockets, of course, were blown out by the Thunder a few weeks ago and Russell Westbrook's return to Oklahoma City. And everybody but Russell Westbrook had an awful game for the Rockets, so no doubt they're going to be looking to rebound from that humiliating loss. Guys like James Harden, who weren't, who had an awful game, will not have Terrence Ferguson chasing him around. He'll more than likely have Hamadou Diallo chasing him around, so that's going to be a tough, tough task and ask for Hamadou Diallo. But he's impressed a little bit this season on a defensive on-ball standpoint. Now chasing him around some screens will be difficult. But James Harden doesn't necessarily run around a lot of screens. He's very, very ball dominant. But that's going to be something that I'm pretty sure the Rockets are going to try to exploit. So who knows, they might be asking James to do a little bit more exotic things on offense. But that's going to be the matchup I'm looking forward to tonight. But everybody, please stay tuned on the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll have more audio later this week. And then if you're that much more interested, go ahead and subscribe to the OKC 82 podcast so you can hear my reactions after tonight's win or loss to the houston rockets but until next time everybody this is brady trantham signing off everybody have a great rest of your day and a have a happy martin luther king day
2: A hey, prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today